What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 55 of the Ninja Starship podcast. This is our Rowdy Roddy Piper tribute show, and we have a jam-packed show for you and a very special guest. WWE star Rhino will be joining us in studio for the second half. Um, this episode is brought to you by SourcePoint Press. Go to SourcePointPress.com right now. They are releasing the Holliston comic. Uh, check this out. For $4.99, you'll get the book... And right now, I'm making the announcement, you'll get the exclusive Ninja Starship print, which will be yours truly being devoured by zombie Power Rangers. I've seen it. It is phenomenal. It is absolutely phenomenal. I cannot wait to show you guys. You guys are going to love this. Uh, but for $4.99, you get the book and the print. For $9.99, you'll get the book, the print, and original art for the comic. That's SourcePointPress.com. Enter the code NINJASTARPOD and you will receive 20% off. Going to get your prints. You can't... This is going to be awesome. You guys are going to love this. Will, what do you think about SourcePoint Press? They are phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the SourcePoint Press work is great. They they definitely have some of the great talent of Michigan for them. Uh, we've had several of the writers in the show. Just listen to some of the older episodes that know what's going on. Check out The Rock. Check out... Nora, check out their um, Pulp Fiction. You know, it's just so much awesome stuff they have going on out there. Yeah, I, uh, I'm excited to get Dave Hayes back in here for The Rot 2. That one's yeah. going to be pretty exciting. That was a great comic. Um, all right, Jess? Yeah. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, to honor the life of WWE Hall of Famer, Rowdy Roddy Piper, would you please rise as we toll the bell 10 times.
Jimmy McKnight. Jimmy McKnight. Yeah. Wow, you should steal that. That should be a Steve song. It should be. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Man. You are listening... And you're listening to... The Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. My favorite podcast. It has begun! You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole is. Hey man, I was on a UFO! I really was, man! Hey, your cousin and I, man, he had a bag full of dope, man. We met all these chicks, went to Mazzotts Park, and we went on a spaceship. We're in a weed field, man. We got sucked up by the spaceship, man. It's so full of blood and tits, like... What more could you want from a low-budget horror movie? It rules. Well, it eliminates all the other things you don't want, like story. <laughs> oh, well, I hate to break it to you, losers, but Han Solo's a bitch. That are alive, you are coming with me. I mean, they call me the genetic jackpot for a reason. Right. Not just because of the athleticism, the big muscles, the cool hair, the good looks. I'm also a really, really smart guy. So, you know, always have a plan. The total package right here. It's your boy, Kel Mitchell, and you're listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight. Come on, get on the Starship. It's going down. Yo, McKnight, let's get it. Yeah! You no, seriously, I, I do not have a 10-inch penis. No, I do not. Seriously. You were discussing Hulk Hogan's penis. All right. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop! Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. And we are live, ladies and gentlemen, from Podcast Detroit Studio number three, broadcasting live in beautiful Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm your host, Jimmy McKnight. Joined for this episode is my partner in pod. I was going to go this way, but I thought it'd be rude to not. Uh, My partner in pod, Mr. Will Blattman. Hey, guys. How's it going today? And all the way from across the hall in Studio One, the previous hour, my guest from Top Rope Review, Shraminator, Josh Shram. Too sweet, me, bro. Too sweet, bro. <laughs> oh, he did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you for thank you for indulging me. This You're welcome. Time. You're welcome. I got you this time. And the top rope Twitter valet, Miss Tabitha. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Oh, cool. uh, this is our Rowdy Rowdy Piper tribute show, guys. Um, you know we lost him one year ago today. This marks the one year anniversary uh, of Rowdy Piper, and you know I figured it would be a great idea to just celebrate his life. And uh, so we're going to talk about some of the greatest things that uh, Rowdy Piper did and things that we love and why. And we're going to have our call-in guests. You can call in at 248-579-5260. Call in and give us your highlights and the things that you loved about Rowdy Piper. Um, WrestleMania 1, that's kind of where it all where it all begins. Uh, you got Hulk Hogan 
uh, and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. That was the that was WrestleMania one. That's where it all kind of kicks That's off. The main event. Um, I mean, Josh, you're like you're you're the wrestling mark here. Tell me, uh, tell me what your uh, feelings are from that that main event. Well, I think the f- most important thing to remember is that so during that time period, um, you know, kind of like right before that, and then for the next decade, Hulkamania. Right? Oh yeah, and but without a foil like Roddy Piper, mm-hmm. there would be no Hulkamania. That's true. There's that's no true. heroes without a good villain. It's like uh, that's it is the heroes make the villain. Roddy even said it himself. It's the heroes or it's the villains that make the heroes. I mean, Iron Sheik put Hulk over, and then you have the beginning of Hulkamania, and then Roddy kept fanning the flame, yeah. and kept it going. You yeah. know, he he was the arguably greatest villain in WWE history. If not of all time, definitely of his time. Oh, yeah. And and he's also the guy that, if you look at that era where he became very popular in the 80s, like, he's the guy that everyone else was a character, and he's the guy that kind of, um, you know, pioneered being yourself but turned up to 11. Like, and that, and that has kind of become the, you know, what the vast majority of wrestlers now do is they do mm-hmm. that. And I think that that's... He's a chief proponent of where that ideology came from. Yeah, I mean, look at some of like some of the awesome shit that he stuff that he did, um, where he's talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> uh, he, you know, he 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 shaved Adrian Adonis's head. He slaps Mister T in the face. Uh, how about that that promo we cut with uh, Hulk Hogan where he's just sitting there hitting himself in the head yeah. with the belt? Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and like nobody, he was out of his mind. That was his character. He was out of his mind, larger than life. And you know the the guy, nobody was like Roddy. They, you know, that's the thing. I th- one of a kind. That, yeah, and that's the thing I really loved about that era of wrestling is that those guys, the big stars, were definitely so different from each other. There was nothing the same about them. They had their own identity and to the fullest extent. Yeah, I think everybody was pretty, um, especially among your top echelon of guys, was had their own unique personalities. I mean, you'd see some stuff like, you know, it's it's very obvious that like Hulk Hogan pulled from, and a lot of people pulled from, um, superstar Billy Graham. Like as, at least as far as a, the look is concerned. But like, there's, I mean, you really, especially in his era. I mean, there's a lot of duplicators now but there's there's no one that's tried that has tried and been successful to pull off the the kind of gimmick that roddy well does i think one thing too though is like the piper's pit like that is such a huge influence now because because that's the show that everyone compares to Mm -hmm. you know it's the highlight reel ambrose asylum you compare all that to piper's pit Mm -hmm. you know and i think i think piper's pit's really what set off that whole wrestler interview and wrestler storyline heel dynamic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff. Like the Andre the Giant heel turn happened on Piper's Pit. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so many memorial moments from Piper's Pit. You just watch you just watch a whole segment of Piper's Pit. Hitting and Jimmy you know what's in the head with the coconut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like you just know what's going on in wrestling from Piper's Pit. Mm-hmm. What about what about his movies? Because this is a guy that you know, he he had a, a massive wrestling career, and he 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 goes into the movies and he gave us some of the most iconic, or at least it, with They Live, one of the most iconic movies of all time, John Carpenter's They Live. And, and, you know, he was also, he was like in Leprechaun and a couple other ones, man. But 
uh, they live is the one that really sticks out to me the most. And the whole, uh, th- that fight scene that he does, it's the longest, <laughs> the, it's like the longest everyday average Joe fight scene in the world. <laughs> they just keep, it's this, there's nothing special about it. There's no real wrestling move. There's like one suplex in the whole fight. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting movie. <laughs> it's very. Uh, it's That's very, all you. It's an interesting <laughs> movie. It's very. Yeah. It's very campy. He also apparently had a recurring role on "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Yes, mm-hmm. I, that's that's my favorite thing he's done in in outside wrestling was. Him being because he basically was playing like how everyone views indie wrestlers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's just this weird indie wrestler guy who lived out of his station wagon. <laughs> um, and he just he would do um, like it was like my favorite episode. The gang decides to put on a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just they get him to train them, and the the show is just like this complete like total wreck because anything they do in that show turns into that. It's just so funny seeing him wrestle with those guys. I think my favorite thing they ever did, and this is this is stupid. Like as far as like video, like non wrestling sphere, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's this stupid video on funnierdie.com. dot com. Um, it's Roddy Piper fights childhood obesity. <laughs> yes, and what that it is is every it just shows him going around. He'll see someone like eating sugary cereal, and he's like, you want to eat that? And he, and he takes the guy and he shoves his face in the in the uh, cereal. Or he, like, he sees someone eating french fries and he comes up behind him with a chair uh-huh. and hits him. And and then it shows him like chasing fat kids down. Like It's it's hilarious. And Do it's you remember like the, uh, the Christmas video? Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just like that. Yeah. The, well, <laughs> the Christmas carols, yeah, or the, it's like carol. the uh, the the what was whatever that song is, like the five golden ring song. Yeah, they yeah. go the steps and he's just beating the hell out of that guy. Yeah, oh yeah, no, this is definitely definitely the same vein of uh, as that. Very funny. Yeah, well, it was also on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't remember that, that classic '90s show that was short-lived. It was like a hybrid between live action and that cartoon. What a, you know, I, I was watching some interviews with him today, and uh, they, you know, they brought up the fact that when you know Roddy actually left the business, and he he despised it at the end. He didn't even want nothing to do with the business, but. He said he still had to keep working. He's, you know, uh, the clip was it was like uh, Roddy Piper eerily predicts his own death. And he says right in it, he goes, well, you know, what would you have me do? I'm uh, I'm 49 years old. He goes, I can't get my retirement pension till I'm 65. And he's like, let's be honest, I'm not going to make 65 with all of the with all of the drugs and alcohol and uh, painkillers and all the stuff that he was doing back in the day, along with all those other guys just to keep. That perform, you know, I mean, they were so dedicated to what they were doing that I mean, they're putting their body through major pain, man. I mean, major, major pain Especially for the performance area he wrestled. Exactly. I mean, that stuff hurt, and so I mean, like you said, he goes, "You're gonna, uh, you're gonna, you know, uh, drink this or pop this or whatever just to keep it going." You know what I mean? And then you take that all away from a person, and boom, you have. You have guys like Jake the Snake Roberts that just get so engulfed because they, now they've lost everything, and then now they have this to go after, and they hold on to that, and it just it destroys them little by little. I, I think he was able, like, so if we're talking about him when he was, like, 40, if that video is from, I mean, that, so that video is probably, like, you know, 10, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he, I think before he died, he, he got to 
a better place with it just because he was able to do wrestling stuff but not wrestling stuff where he'd come oh, back yeah, yeah, and like yeah. do like stuff where he didn't have to wrestle. Um, cut a promo cut here a, and there. Or like Legends House. And or, his podcast. When, you know, I think that like I really, really liked Piper's Pit podcast. I, you know. There was a couple episodes, yeah, where it was like, all right, you know, yeah. the, you know, the like some of the phone interviews, just because the, it was just sound quality. But sure. hearing him, you know, and like <laughs> he like he snorted when he spoke. You know what I'm saying? Like I noticed that when I was at his panel uh, at Motor City, and, like every time he he would say something, he just kind of do this like snort where he's like, <sighs> you know, yeah. <laughs> as he describes stuff, and it was like he just he kept doing it. It was like yeah. he was so authentic coming from him, you know. Yeah, he's uh it's it's interesting you you uh I remember so you uh, not to segue off but you you said uh that you saw his panel at Motor City. Mm-hmm. I there was a lot of and this is dumb but like I was I I will probably never miss a con that I like if there's someone I really want to go see, I'll probably never miss a con again because the, the he was literally in Detroit in May, mm-hmm. I was gonna go meet him. Decided not to go to the con for some reason, mm-hmm. and then he dies in July. Yeah, in I know, the same man. Year. That was uh, if you, even if you weren't that big of a wrestling fan, if you were a, a wrestling fan then, you know what I mean. When that when he died, dude, that hit hard. Yeah, that hit all of us hard. Because I remember when that happened, it was like, oh god, that sucks. And even yeah. today, like when we woke up and I was looking up stuff, it's like. Roddy, you know, uh, Ric Flair remembers his buddy. One year ago, I lost my buddy, R.I.P. Roddy. You're like, man, it's only been a year. Like, it still hurts. Like, that sucks. Yeah. I, I would say I was, I, I think I was like in the bathroom brushing my teeth or something. I was reading, like, on my phone because mm-hmm. we're always connected to our phones. And she thought, like, I hurt myself because I was in the bathroom and I was like, you're like, screaming. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, is everything okay? And you're like, oh no, not everything's okay. And I'm like, what, what happened? And he's like, oh, Roddy Ryan Piper died. And I'm like, oh, oh no, okay. I thought you injured yourself or something. You know, maybe a family member got passed away. I don't know. Yeah. You're very upset. Yeah. Well, lifelong well, wrestling fan is. <laughs> when you're dedicated, yeah. Well, I think too, though, like, you know, when you, when you talk to other wrestlers, they will talk about. Oh, like this guy influenced me. This guy influences me. Well, Ronda Rousey yep. says that Piper was like her biggest influence. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, he gave her like, the permission to use Rowdy. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, it's like he kind of transcended professional wrestling in, in such a way. You know, it's you have athletes from other sports who sometimes and some of those athletes look down on professional wrestlers. You know, or they look Not down Piper. on the on the business, but no, it's they. Piper is just beloved by everyone. Yeah, they respected him because he was. I mean, you know, you could tell who he was. Just like I said, back to the podcast, like he sounds like a likable guy. You know, he's he's a a caring person. Like well, he's you Canadian know, first, and he's first Canadian. Oh yeah, that that, well, that helps. He's so and, nice. And he's a Golden Glove <laughs> boxer before he went. Yep. Before he became a full time professional wrestler, he yep. was a boxer. You know, like he was as tough as he looked. Probably tougher. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of these. Not all these guys have like legitimate tough guy credentials. But he, I mean, he, he, he has the boxing thing, and then he also like he he started wrestling when he was fifteen, and he had his first his first match was a squash match against uh, um, uh, what's his name uh, the axe uh, Kurt Henning's dad. 
Larry the Axe Henning. That's yeah. who it is. Yeah. So so Mr. Perfect's dad. He mm-hmm. had his fur. So like he's been. So he got. He's like getting thrown around in the ring when he's like not even an adult yet. Like he started. He was like couch surfing. Yeah, he was in Canada. nineteen years old or something when it fifteen. Happened. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Wow. So he, fifteen it's, years it's old. Yeah. Oh yeah. He got twenty five bucks for it. That yeah, was right. yeah. Yeah. He got paid twenty five yeah, bucks for that. Ten seconds. But he's like he got yeah ten seconds and he got beat by him. That's right. So. All right. We're gonna take a break when we come back with more on the Ninja Starship. So Roddy Piper uh, and Cindy Lauper are in the Goonies, Goonies are good enough music video, like Iron Sheik, and he's like, Iran is number one. <laughs> what was that? Is that classy Freddie Blassie? Oh, and uh, Hillbilly Jim. There's a bunch of uh, yeah. That's back doing the, the the wrestling rock connection, you know. The wrestling rock connection. I uh, well, tell us about it. <laughs> we're, we're story time. Yeah, so back in well, I, for WrestleMania one, like Cindy Lauper, you know, back when she was like super, super over for everyone, hype, you know, girls just want to have fun. She was real over with the crowd. Yeah, you know, she was like, but she was like one of the biggest pop stars around. Started doing stuff with WWF at the time. She started coming out to the rings with guys, and it was just just because of that connection. They were doing they did a cartoon show together, like. um I'm so I felt so dumb. I completely Captain fired. Lou Albano was yes. her dad in the uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun music video. video yeah, and, and he came out there. Like, they would come out to ring together. Like it was a it's like such a different. Era. It was a big you know deal. What I mean, like such a different era. I mean, I don't. You don't see anybody really doing that. Like they they show they bring the artists around. It seems like for like uh, WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, like oh, Flow Ride is the the official song for WrestleMania or this yeah, or that. Yeah, like, Limp Bizkit will do the Undertaker song. You know, yeah, Kid Rock does the Undertaker song. You know, or that's it. Fozzie does the song with Jericho. <laughs> you know, <what laughs> I mean? like yeah, but you, you don't, and you don't see him consistently there. Like, you don't see them. Yeah. The closest thing they have anymore is they've been doing those Scooby Doo videos. That's it. Like you don't see them doing these cartoons like they used to. No. But John Cena did just host the ESPYS, though. It's true. I mean, if we're talking about cross media, he didn't host MTV Music Awards. The Rock did, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he got that off his WWE chops, though. No. <laughs> he did it with Kevin Hart. It was also, I think it was, wasn't it the Movie Awards, it too? It was the yeah. Movie Awards, yeah. yeah. It's pretty funny, though. So if you guys had to, like, if, if you could uh, if you could give your, your fa- not not the one that you remember the most, but your your favorite Roddy moment, what, do you, what would you think it would be? Start with Will. Will. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you've been I mean, quiet this whole time, so we're well, going to pick on you now. I mean, I've already I've done this before. Roddy was slightly before when I really got into wrestling. Uh-huh. Like, I, I started the really beginning of the Attitude Era. So, like, I've watched a lot of his stuff. But to me, like, Roddy, my favorite Roddy thing I could say was his stuff on It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. Like, I just loved him on Always Sunny. But just everything he's done during And I really enjoyed that feud he did when he came back and was kind of like the leader of the Hall of Famers. When they were feuding with uh, Jericho. Jericho, like I thought that stuff yeah, was old great. versus new. Yeah. yeah, like that stuff was great. Like, it just you know, if you like, if you have nothing to do on a Sunday and you want just to do something pure enjoyment, just go to the WB Network and watch the Roddy Piper video. 
I love how his face oh. and whole heart lit up when he said that. Like, if you want to just have pure enjoyment yeah. on a Sunday evening for nine ninety nine, just, just make yourself a cup of hot chocolate, yeah. <laughs> some green tea. You know, you just, know, just curl up on the sofa, get back and, and, and kick back and watch some old Roddy videos. But yeah, I mean, it's just like it's, it's some of those like career videos. They're kind of boring. They're kind of duds, but. Roddy Piper's so entertaining that everything he's in is just golden. <laughs> or just go on YouTube, type in Piper's Pit, find the biggest playlist you can, hit play. <laughs> you and know, just watch it over yes. and over and over. He's his Piper's Pit. That was like that was like the original show like that. That was like mm-hmm. the first. It was the first of its yeah. kind. Uh, the brother, the, so the brother love one was right around the same time, but it, it's not like it's not the same. It's not. It's it's not it's it's an interview segment thing, but it's not mm-hmm. like there wasn't as many not. classic moments, right? You know, nothing. Yeah, as I say, that's the thing, brother. I think Brother Love did it like once or twice, and nothing good happened on it. Like, and and at Piper's Pit was probably first, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and it's and I mean, when 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 Piper first went to WBF. He was a manager at first due to injuries and some stuff. So he was kind of a manager at first. And he got over the crowd as a manager, you know, and then transitioned into, back into wrestling for them. And the band just completely loved him for it. Like, when's the last time you saw someone come in to the company as a manager and then have an extremely successful career as a wrestler? Diamond Dallas Page. So. <laughs> that's one. That's the only one. Yeah, that's, that's the saying. only one. <laughs> and that was... And that was what? I mean, even then, that was, what, 20 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just like... Has anyone it, has anyone made the... Tra- like, has anyone else made that transformation? Like, I can't think of the anybody. other way around. Usually, Every once in a while, maybe, like, so, like, Lana, like, had a, a match or whatever, like, you know, but... Yeah. No. Well, and, and yeah, that's what it is, yeah, it's not the it, same. It's yeah, usually, not in any, if it yeah. is someone, it's usually, it, it's usually a valet. You know, it's usually mm-hmm. a lady who came out because a lot of times they do that to introduce their women or have a square guy to ring a few times. Um, I'd have to say my favorite Roddy uh, moment is uh, the time I got to actually talk to him. Nothing that he he put out or made money from, just or he did made money from the panel. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uh, you know it, it was just cool because uh, it was the really the I that was the first con that I kind of went to when I started really getting into podcasting and you know figuring out how to talk to these celebrities and, and getting over the nervousness because it, you know you, you get up to these people you know especially when you first start going to these and it's you know sometimes you're starstruck if when you really really like the person you're like uh, I don't know what to say and I remember getting ready to ask him a question and like my heart was just beating out of my chest and I'm sitting there like I'm like okay okay don't screw up don't stutter don't you know don't say anything stupid and uh, he he picked me and I, I got up and I asked him you know I said uh, could you give us your most memorable uh, moment from uh, filming They Live. And if you wouldn't mind, you know, uh, could you uh, grace us with the line from the movie? And he stood up and I have come here to chew bubble gum. And I, you know, the rest. <laughs> and uh, then uh, he tells, he goes on to tell this story about how uh, the guy that uh, he was one of the movie effects guys, you know, the guy been doing this kind of work for 20 years and he, uh, he straps this vest to Roddy Piper with, uh, they had like these little balloons in them and uh, these little fire cartridges attached to it. And it was all wired up and, and put on them. And uh, the scene in the movie where Roddy Piper gets shot at the end of They Live. Spoilers for those who haven't seen it. Uh, but the face he makes 
when he gets shot, that's real. That's 100% real. That's pain because the guy who uh, wired that vest on him wired it on backwards so that when the uh, the uh, the blood capsule balloons blew up, it blew up into his chest and it actually hurt him when it went off. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Imagine that. Um, well, speaking of speaking of uh, his podcast, you know, I, I feel like his podcast started right before about a year before the Ninja Starship did. Like, you can't tell me that the, the Piper Pit podcast wasn't a huge influence on you starting. You know, I would Ninja say Starship. it was a, a foundational uh, <laughs> influence on me starting this. You know, it was Piper's Pit, then Ninja Starship got thrown right up in that league. You know, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Jimmy listen to a lot of Nerd Life Roundtable back in the day. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, not so much. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what podcast is it? <laughs> um, yeah, guys, uh, you know, Roddy, uh, he, he was he was just a, that influential guy, man, and uh, we're really going to miss him. And uh, you know, all we can really do is just is keep talking about the guy to keep you know keep his spirit alive, keep things running, and. Uh, you know, what, what, what do they say in the sandlot? Heroes get remembered, but legends never die, right? So, exactly. Th- th- I mean, the only way you can keep the, the guy uh, the guy's spirit alive is to keep talking about him, doing podcasts like this, getting out there and, and playing the videos and showing people Roddy Roddy Piper material and, and getting newer generations hooked, saying these guys wouldn't be this guy's without the influence of this guy or this guy or this guy and keep that, that golden era alive. Well, I mean, I really feel like people throw this out a lot like, Dean Ambrose. Like, I really think Dean Ambrose is kind of like the modern era of Roddy Piper. Yeah, he's you even know? got the leather jacket and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think he is someone he could tell the, the lunatic had, fringe. Had, yeah, had yeah. a lot of influence on him. Oh, But there's something else, too, though. Like, Josh is a good example of this right now. We're in his hot rod chair. Like, there's not, when you go to WB events, you go indie wrestling events, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of shirts being worn for guys from. You know, the 70s and 80s. That's true. But there's always at least three or four people wearing Hot Rod you shirts. You see Hot Rod and Macho Man shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. And, 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 you know, Hulk Hogan. Sometimes. The Mania shirts is always yeah. a little bit. I mean, that's still, though. Like, that's that's an elite class. Yeah. It is, man. They, they were the they, – they started it all. They, were, they yeah. were the beginning guys. You know, you wouldn't have any of that stuff today if it wasn't for those guys and, and how they sold it. You yeah. know, they really did. They sold it. Well, and I think so. Uh, I think my favorite thing about Roddy Piper, and that, and this is what, and kind of plays off what you said, Dean Ambrose is like, he really, like, in that era, heels were, for the most part, were like at least in WWF. There was some NWA guys who don't really fit this bill, but like the vast majority of heels were monster heels. You know, mm-hmm. your Undertakers, your your the, like those kind of guys, mm-hmm. and he like. He like set the standard for and led the way for your smaller, your talking, your heel that can talk, your your Chris Jericho, like your your Shawn Michaels went before he turned like before he turned face. Like there's so many people, like the Miz to some extent. Like there's so many people that can that can trace what they're doing now and take influence from Roddy Piper. Like it's it's I think that's my favorite thing is like being able to see his legacy in the business today and in, in all of the business that followed him, basically. I mean, he's, he's led the way. Uh, I think our guest might be here. So we're going to take a break. And, uh, when we come back, we're going to have more awesome stuff to talk about, uh, wrestling wise on the Ninja Starship. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Tell me yes or no. 
world heavyweight championship. Yes or no? Yeah! And we are back broadcasting live from Studio 3 of Podcast Detroit Studios in beautiful Royal Oak, Michigan. Uh, this segment is brought to you by TMNT Box, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Box. Enter code NinjaStarPod. You're going to receive 10% off at sign-up. TMNT Box is a monthly subscription box that contains two to four items sent to your house every single month. Officially licensed TMNT gear. This stuff's great. We just did an unboxing video a couple shows back. Go to the, uh, Facebook.com forward slash NinjaStarPod to check it out. Uh, you got a shirt, Will. I got a shirt. And uh, what, what, what else? I can't remember what else was in that one. It was a little squishy Ninja Turtle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We both got the... Uh, I got Donatello and you got Leonardo or was that? No, I got Donatello. You got Donatello. I got Leonardo. Yeah, yeah. yeah my shirt was Leonardo though. That's oh, that's everything. right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, dude, it's for 10 bucks a man. I mean, come on. The sh- shirts are 20, 25 bucks easily. You know, so you're right. I mean, you're getting a free shirt or hat or print or whatever. I mean, it, it's pretty sweet. Well, and it's and if you go on their Instagram page, you can see some of the previous boxes mm-hmm. and there's just some awesome stuff in those boxes. Oh, yeah. It's definitely uh Will definitely make you say Calabunga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, our guest isn't here yet, but uh, that's going to give us a chance to talk about some of the stuff that uh, we didn't get to do last week, like Stranger Things. Um, so good, so, so good. good. I uh, oh. I binged Stranger Things. I I, I was just going to watch you know one or two episodes and then pass out. That totally didn't happen. I stayed up. I watched all of them. I was up to like four thirty in the morning. I couldn't stop watching this. Um, the thing I was most captivated by was Winona Ryder's performance. Yeah. I mean, her performance was fan, And it was, like, out of nowhere, too. You know what I mean? Like, she had a... Uh, she hasn't really done anything that anybody seemed to really care about. But this, she really, you know, showed that she had the acting chops and that she was back in the game. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like... I think well, and I thought those the kids stole the show. The, the, oh so yeah! If you guys haven't watched Stranger Things yet on Netflix, please do yourself a favor, check it out. Um, it is fantastic, and the, the premise of the show is basically about four best friends who are in um, elementary school, middle school uh, age. Yeah, the, they're, they're, they're probably, still riding bikes around. Yeah, they're, they're probably like eleven or twelve. They're like Goonies age. Yes, that's yes, what this, this felt so much like, like the that. Goonies. Yeah, so influenced. E. By, yeah, it's it's it, it's so stand by me. me. Yes. Yeah, it's and it's just one of them goes missing, and and they feel like the police aren't doing enough. To right, try to find they their know friend. something's going on, and so they're are trying to find their friends too, and it's just like you have this weird like government agency conspiracy going on, mm-hmm. and you have this weird like monster happening. Like, yeah, and it's and I didn't. I'm 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 gonna leave this uh, spoiler free, okay? okay. Uh, just you. because I don't. Thank you. I don't. I don't want. I don't want people to 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 hear because if we tell you, you know, then it takes all well, the surprise out of it, and you're not gonna enjoy this like we did because as it starts to unravel more and more, and you really stay, you're like, wait a minute, where is this going? Oh, yeah, yes. it, you never it, know for sure. No, and then like as it starts leading. You know, towards how it actually goes, you're like, what? what? <laughs> like, I did not expect this at all. Like, you're kind of like, okay, there's there's this monster out there. It's like, is this just like a, uh, you know, some kind of like just, I thought it was like a wolf or something at first. Just like some wild, like a bear or something, you well, know? And you're not quite sure if it's a monster or what. Like, That's what nothing. I mean. Like, yeah, it, it could have been an animal. Know. It could have been whatever. And, and uh, 
I, I actually I, I had them separated at first because like when in the if you watch the first episode you'll see how uh, uh, Mark I think is his name gets taken you know and and they show like this monster kind of stalking him or whatever and I'm like okay and then uh, I saw the uh, couple episodes later the deer that gets taken into the bushes yeah you know and it, you're like it's, that when I saw that I was like oh what, is um, it a bear is it a, what, what's going yeah. on the, the kid's name's Will. Will, that's what that's, I want. That's what I do too. Because the whole movie, they're like, "We gotta find Will." I'm like, "I'm right here, guys. I'm right here." <laughs> but it's it was it's, it's awesome too because it's like the show captures on eighties nostalgia. Oh, it's, oh god, totally. The soundtrack is amazing. The 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 way they use music in this show is amazing. That's what it was, um, man. The, it, it was it was orchestrated beautifully. Yeah, the, like, you know, like the set, music and and everything that set it, the tones. Yeah, it's it set. It takes place in November of 1983 in Indiana, which is awesome. Yeah. And it, it kind of it brought me back to a, a classic show I used to enjoy when I was younger, Airy, Indiana. So, oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. so, so there's just like a little tribute to that. And there's like it's influenced by everything. Like just do yourself a favor and just check it out. What about uh, uh, the girl who played Eleven? Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is oh, her name. She did phenomenal. Phenomenal job, man. Just she she was definitely in the you know when you when she first starts coming around like the ET type character you know and then like I, I even I even saw influence of uh, you know uh, uh, um, Akira yeah. you know in this big yeah, time sure. and um uh, the that uh, Guillermo del Toro movie uh, Pan's Labyrinth yes you know I, I saw major major pulls from that yeah. and Akira and Goonies I mean it was just. Uh, it, it had so much of everything that you love that yeah, it's like, this. oh, they're doing this now. Oh, now it's really weird. This music is amazing. Look at the lighting. I mean, yeah, the, the whole like, time it, it was, yeah, it, it tickled all your senses. There's, there's a video online. I would, I would definitely <laughs> suggest watching the series first and then going back and watching this video. Put, excuse me. This is guy took a uh, took shots from the, the movie. And put it next to shots from movies that influences this. And uh-huh. there's a lot of scenes with with this girl um, in E.T. Uh-huh. You know, like and you can tell like they drew influences from E.T. for her. Yeah, dude. I I, <laughs> I half expected a phone home moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, and well, there almost kind of was in the basement there mm-hmm. with uh, uh I don't gosh. I can't remember his name. Uh uh was it Dustin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh dude it. You guys didn't see it, Josh? Tab? Yeah, no, I haven't not watched yet. it yet. No. It's on my no. list. Be, be prepared, though. There is a few jump scares. I know you don't like those no. jump scares. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's this perfect blend, too, of like some some episodes plays heavily on the horror aspect of stuff. Yeah. Other episodes Very plays sci-fi. heavy on sci-fi. Yep. Or just plays heavily on kind of a buddy, crime, a, a, yeah. a buddy movie, a crime drama. Like, there's so much... It's um, yeah, the, the, the kids, the, the camaraderie with the kids. It's you know, so you, you really, yeah, you really, you really bought into it. You know, they didn't really have to sell anything. They just, they, they all had great chemistry with each other. It, they, they all seemed like they had been, you know, uh, friends forever. Like they all were growing up together. Especially like, well, he's my best friend. Well, you're my best friend too. He's like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Or, it, it, yeah. You, you just, yeah. Don't we have that adorable. conversation all the time, the three of us, <laughs> all yeah. the time? Well, yeah. well, see. Like Josh, you're my best friend, but you know Will. Will's my best friend too. So you guys are both my best friends, you know. And then I've got other best friends too that are best friends. Well, wait a minute. Who are these imposter friends? I'm okay with sharing with this guy, but who are these other jokers? <laughs> well, it, it's, it's it, it plays on this group of 
these kids who are kind of like misfits or outcasts who like like the same stuff. Like the, you know, they're the AV club at their they're school. They're playing D and D, D and D, which so good. Like I their dungeon want, yeah. master, he is the best dungeon master. He's selling it. Yeah. You know, well they're, they're doing like. Mom, like, like, Mom, we gotta finish this campaign. We've been down there for ten hours. We can't just end it like this. You've been playing the game for, for ten, 10 hours. hours. He's like, uh, that was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we, we get, we gotta continue on. <laughs> I just love though how how much D and D led to the plot of that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah like the, it's the 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 uh, demogorgon or whatever yeah. they call them. Yeah. Well, just, oh, he's chaotic good. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's so much just D and D terms in that Very. show. It's so awesome. It, it was like that. That it, I love that too because they used like D and D to form their battle plan. Yes. to win. <laughs> well, they're using D and D to play pl- plot points of the, you know, to them. Like, yeah, and it made sense with what and, they and did. Then, they like they ramboed in that in that. Uh, uh, hospital or whatever that eleven was, yeah. and they did it all based off their D and D planning. Well, and they also do like they use Lord of the Ring terminology to describe the t- the city they lived in. You know, uh-huh. like like this is Mordor, this is this is this. You know, <laughs> and they're like talking to the sheriff, going, "Oh, he, we lost him here." And like, I've never heard that street. No, it's from Lord of the Ring. It's actually this street. You know, like they, they had their own like code for everything. Uh huh. Yeah, I uh, you guys you guys definitely need to check this out. Like a hundred percent. Yeah, no, I will. It's already on the list. So, Tab, you haven't said anything the whole show. I've said some stuff. No, no, you haven't. Talking about you know, Molly Piper and you know, she's she's still too uh, in shock for seeing Bailey on Battleground. Yeah, I was super excited about that. (laughs) Got her Bailey, Rob, uh, Schomburger shirt on. I got it for her birthday. Super awesome. Do you want to see Bailey go to SmackDown or Raw when she gets drafted? Um, Raw. Why? Um, isn't Sasha Banks on Raw? Yeah, yeah. they're mm-hmm. gonna be like best friends. They're already best friends, and they're gonna be. Well, yeah, they are actually. No. More importantly, there's no uh, women's title on SmackDown. So what are they doing? They'll mm-hmm. make one. Yeah, that'll debut this women's week. Universal title. The, yeah, yeah the WWE Women's Universal Title. <laughs> so since since that came up on our show, we were talking about better names for the title than Universal Title. You got any, Jimmy? <sighs> Uh, we we pick, couldn't pick think of one. any. We pick couldn't one. think of any that were better, but also it's so bad. In, in I wish they too. would just call it WB Universe title. At least, like, that makes a little bit more sense than the Universal title. Like, I feel like it's a remote control and they're going to go use it to change the channel on their TV. Yeah, like, it, it, it sounds like it goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it, it didn't seem like it was, uh, uh, you know, dedicated directly to Raw at all. I will be, you know what? I will. Take back everything I say about the Universal title. If they take it to New Japan and gets defended in New Japan, if it shows up in Ring of Honor, well, they better like, <laughs> defend it on <laughs> if, if they, Mars too. Yeah, if they let this champion defend the title on other shows, I will take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, okay. Now say if they do bring out a women's title on SmackDown, what are they going to call it? The Anti Diva Belt. <laughs> <laughs> the Ladies Belt. No, I don't know <laughs> the female wrestler belt. It couldn't. You can't. You can't call it the women's universal belt. Why not? It's you have the WB Women's Championship belt. You have WB 
you know, heavyweight belt, why couldn't you have the women's universal belts? I don't know. They'll, they'll probably they'll have to call it something snazzier and more empowering. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, feminists will freak out if you say yeah. like the ladies' belt. Oh, that was a joke. I'd... It's gonna. Oh, happen. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying if they do. It's the belt for like... the skirts, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the skirts belt. The dames' belt. <laughs> um, there's a so there's a indie wrestling promotion in uh, Windsor called A1 Wrestling. Yeah, and they they're they have like a, a heavyweight belt, a lucha belt, or like a you know cruiserweight belt, and then a tag belt. Mm-hmm. And their their heavyweight belt is called the Alpha Male Title or the Alpha Male Championship. And the current winner, the current champion, is a woman of the Alpha Male. Yeah, but she but she <laughs> she won. Like That's right awesome. on. Hey, you won it. You get it. Right on. All right, uh, we're gonna take another break. When we come back, WWE star Rhino is going to be joining us. I have people that come up to me and they say to me, Hey, Roddy, we remember when you slapped Mr. T. And I have people come up to me and say, When my granddad was alive, we watched you, we watched you shave Adrian Adonis's head. And Chris, you want to bury these moments. No. These moments are to be celebrated. These moments... Last year, I was in the Royal Rumble, and when I came out in Madison Square Garden, 24,000 people jumped to their feet and just for one second, Chris. I felt like I was back in the first WrestleMania. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are broadcasting live from Royal Oak, Michigan in Studio 3 at Podcast Detroit Studios. Joining us in studio, WWE star Rhino, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Let's hear it for Rhino. Will, put your phone down. This is family time. (laughs) Thank you for having me back. Oh, it's great, man. Uh, You know... um, we saw you SmackDown Live. You came out out of last nowhere Tuesday. last yeah. Tuesday. You gored Heath Slater. Yep. Uh, you know, I was talking to Bob on the phone as you came out. We both were marking out as this happened, man. I mean, how, how did that feel to get out there and see that crowd and the reaction that they gave you when you came out there? It felt great. You know, I'm very blessed. And uh, Bob actually texted me. He goes, yeah, I was marking out when I see yep. you. Yep. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it, it always feels great whenever you're in front of a crowd and they respond well and uh, or respond how you'd hope they would respond. Um, so, it, you know, and uh, it's just a blessing. And I was overwhelmed a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, caught up in the moment, too. So how did uh, how, how did they how did they go about uh, contacting you and saying, hey, you know, how do you feel about coming on to Smackdown Live? It's funny how they always contact me. It's like, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> you want to do some work? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So, Very cool. Yeah, everybody's like, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, they'll make a big, uh, like, uh, Goldberg with uh, coming up on the, um, uh, what is it, uh, 2017, the video game? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, they're really building that. And sometimes, you know, like, someone's return and, 
you know, sometimes they'll hot shot someone out there. So it all depends. But usually um, my track record within the last year and a half, it's like, hey, get a phone call. What are you doing? Nothing. Just Andy's. <laughs> you know, staying busy when I can. I mean, you had a good run about, what, six months ago on NXT? Yeah, actually, it started last February, and then uh, it ran for, like, nine months. Yeah. And then, like, a month and a half, I was off. And then I did something with uh, Tommy Dreamer. A month and a half, two months. And then we did something with uh, Dreamer and the Dudleys and, you know, with the Wyatt family. And then after that, it was, like, six months, and they were like, hey, what about NXT? And I'm like, yeah. And then they go, we're going to do a brand split. You know, you're thinking about coming back full time. And I'm like, well, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of caught up in this campaign thing. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I go, if you guys work with me, because um, I'm, you know, uh, l- really everything's looking really good with that and uh, the momentum and, and uh, a lot of positive energy. And so, um, and I asked them, I go, uh, if or when I win and I become state representative, um, will you guys work around that? And they said they would be happy to, you know. So That's good. They're going to work with you. Yeah, exactly. Plus, um, a state representative, it's it's a part-time job, but it's a full-time commitment. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's great because you meet in Lansing on the days we're off of wrestling anyway. So, oh, perfect. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I can do this. <laughs> well, you got to think that WWE would love to have that on there. You know what? Oh, exactly. Whenever anybody has, like, some extracurricular thing, like, you know, every time David Otunga's on, they're like, "Hey, don't forget, he went to Harvard." You know, they, yeah. it's all, they, yeah. so they would. Lo- I think they would love to have uh, State Rep Rhino exactly as, on the show every week. For well, him. yeah, I mean, you're 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 you know you're a community servant back. You know, you're giving yeah. back at that yeah. point, and they're they love that kind of stuff. And plus, you know, a lot of people like, and I understand, and it's not just in um, uh, this industry, but it's in a lot of different industries. Um, uh, you know, when something negative happens, you know, it, it makes good press, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's unfortunate. But uh, people are interested in that, too. So whenever you can have something in a positive light, you really want to get behind and support that, too. So, And it goes to show a lot of people are finding out how uh, I'm a nerd when it comes to politics. And I'm that <laughs> guy that reads all the mailers that come to the house. And usually you got this three-second rule. You'll get it, and someone will get it and throw it in the garbage. Uh-huh. It takes three seconds. Not me. I'm reading everybody. <laughs> I mean, it could be loaded up with words, and it's just like, okay. Reading material. <laughs> so you were you you've always been interested yeah, in politics. Yeah. See, I I've always been a private person. Um, you know, outside of wrestling, uh, in in a bit of uh, not an introvert, but uh, believe it or not, a little shy. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> um, I can get up in front of thousands of people and wear spandex and play fight with other men. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, outside of wrestling, and then I I, I like to have that privacy. Um, just to, so I know there's a difference and I don't get caught up into any type of hype in uh, the wrestling world. Right. So that's why I always like that. And people are finding out a lot about me, um, you know, just by posts and stuff. They're like, yeah, I see the guy in church every week. I'm voting for him, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, so now people are learning that I go to church and, you know, I, I it keeps me morally grounded, you know, and it, it keeps me, uh, I have a good attitude and I'm always learning, you know, so. Right on. Um, well, you know, let, let's kind of go back to the to the uh, to the early career uh, of your wrestling, and 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 because I'm interested in, in in I always like to hear people's stories on what makes them decide to go after you know so, something that uh, that they love so much. You know what I mean? Like what 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 made you go from I'm not going to do this nine to five job. I'm going to be a professional wrestler. Yeah, I'm going to do the nine to <laughs> nine job. <laughs> we all know that. Um, 
I figured it would be a great way to pick up the ladies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Um, no, I, I, it, this is – that's a great question. I always tell kids, um, don't be afraid to chase after your dream no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you love basketball, you have a passion for basketball, but you might not have that jump shot. You might not have the ability to play – shoot, go after that dream – but realize that there's other positions in basketball, whether it's manager, whether it's uh, in the office, whether it's even owning a team. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can uh, never you can be part of something. You know, and I understand. You know, in wrestling, there will come a time where that the window of in ring work is coming to a close. But there's so many different parts of the the. Uh, um, the sports entertainment business. I got to learn how to say sports entertainment. <laughs> I, it was funny to your listeners. I'm like, all right, we're on a different set of roles here now that I'm under contract. You know, before I was like, yeah, anything, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> let's get the shot girls in here. Let's, and just start pouring shots. And, and it's all crazy and wild. Now it's like, okay, guys, can you bear with me? And I appreciate you guys bearing with no, me. No, it's all good, man. It's you know, and that, and that's a really cool message too, especially to give to you know young kids that you know, even if you don't per se fit into this aspect of it, yeah. you know, there's there's all kinds of other jobs to and do you, that within the same exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly. Whether it's radio, some type of entertainment, or whether it's uh, running your own business, um, whether it's lawn uh, service or. Um, I used to work for a guy out in, uh, I'll give a plug. Yeah, go right ahead. (laughs) Custom greenery, lawn care. Um, And he explained to me how he started it. And, uh, um, you know, and he didn't get ahead with a sharp pencil. You know, you have to write everything down and calculated decisions and, you know, take that risk. And, you know, but, uh, um, you know, and I learned a lot from him, you know, but that's a love and passion. And, you know, and he built quite a, a nice little business for him. So, right but on. anyways, so, but I always tell people, don't be afraid to go out there and go after your dreams. Well, I mean, you kind of were talking earlier about like, if you can't be one thing, maybe be something else, you know, own the, ba- like be a basketball team owner, but you've also started your own wrestling promotion that you do local shows for charity, don't you? Yeah, we do. A, um, we've done quite a bit and I couldn't do it. Um, I kind of had it, you know, um, uh, but everybody comes together, you know, it's like, and then I'll kind of like book the card and I'll have the idea for the show. And, but if it wasn't for all the guys and, um, you know, everybody coming together and helping, uh, advertise it on social media. And then I'll actually get out there and, uh, pass out flyers and put flyers on, uh, the windshield of cars. And I'm that guy that <laughs> so, <laughs> if you see a show, you know, <laughs> and my mug's on the show. I've probably put the flyer on your car. So. It's like, who's that big? Who's the big guy by your car? He can have the car. That's my- <laughs> yeah. You know what was actually funny? I was out in Westland. Um, this is probably about a year and a half ago. We we're doing the. Uh, um, it was for the VF Hall, um, VFW Hall. It was actually at the hall, and it was a charity show for them. Um, and uh, anyways, I was there was a bowling alley. Uh, it was like Livonia Westland area. And uh, they actually called the bowling alley, called the VFW Hall, complaining. Yeah, you guys, there's a show coming up and flyers all over the parking lot now. But I'm talking to this lady, and uh, I guess I went to high school with her husband, and we're just sitting there talking briefly, and there was a deer that just walked, like there was a brick wall, and he like, I mean, it was a buck too. And I, we don't know where it came from because I'm not familiar with that area. Yeah. But there's a wooded area someplace. But it, it yeah, I, we, I was like, 
Wow. It's just some random deer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it's been since 1995 since I smoked something. <laughs> Did you guys you see that, any, too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flashbacks on that. But, yeah, I was just, uh, yeah, like, and she's like, yeah, I seen it. And then it cut alongside the wall and went towards the back and so found a home someplace. But, yeah. Uh, you brought up earlier, you know, you like to uh, dress in spandex and play fight yeah, with yeah. other men. Um, <laughs> did you did you ever, uh, you know, even though it is, you know, somewhat choreographed in some ways, mm-hmm. you know, you, you guys try not to hurt each other. Yeah. Have you had any real close calls where you actually did get hurt pretty bad or could have gotten hurt pretty bad? Well, I had a cervical fusion. Oh, yeah, wow. C6, C7. And then uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, uh, that, that was in 2001. Um, thank God I was with. Uh, WWE, it was WWF at the time, but um, it's like uh, Vince will always take care of you throughout surgery, and then he'll get you back on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, he he'll, he won't let you go if you're you know on the uh, injured reserve list, um, and then he'll get you on TV that way. If you choose to work independence or do something else, you have the ability to work. But um, it was a it's a running. Uh, uh, gag in the locker room. Well, it was. If you think you're going to get fired, get hurt. <laughs> so you can milk it for the, dur- the duration of the right. surgery. He ain't going to let me go. I'm yeah, healing. And then, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, go down, hold your neck. Ah, oh, my neck. The MRI say you're fine. No, I'm not. Like I swear, Vince, I'm not. Yeah. You, you touched on a little bit earlier about like how it's sports entertainment now. But you, I mean, you were with the company when that switch between WBF and WB happened. Mm-hmm. How hard was that for you to get used to calling it WBE? Oh, it was difficult. <laughs> and I, I was in denial for a while. I'm like, oh, dang pandas. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I mean, who would have thought something like that, you know? Do you ever see the new uh, shirts out there? It's uh, it, it has a panda, the, the panda logo, and then it has WWF, and then it has a panda with a steel the, chair. The chair? Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, I, like, I want that shirt. It's, it's it's on my list of like I really need to buy, but I just never look for it. Yeah, <laughs> same here. It's a great shirt, but uh, yeah, so. that's always something I thought was funny. Is like because Vince won the Monday Night Wars, but he lost to the Panda Federation. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. When I heard that uh, that come through, that they had to change the name, I'm like, what, really? But I, I guess they had a working. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I guess they had a working agreement. But they couldn't change the logo. Uh-huh. And then when they changed it to the scratchy logo of the Attitude Era, yeah. that's when it was uh, um, like broke their agreement that they had. So, okay, yeah. okay. Which that would explain why when you're watching. Old classic network videos that they blur it out, the, the, right? The old, the old logo the, is, is good, the, but the new logo, but the, the scratchy, the one. scratchy logo is blurred out. Yeah. yeah. So, I want to find one of those "Get the F Out" shirts on eBay. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. <laughs> or, oh, yeah. Cool. or the hats that they had for yeah, a while. Yeah. You know when they did? Uh, what, what did they just have recently? Where they were showing like they were doing us. Uh, some some kind of tribute to the classics, and they had the WWE, but it was um, colored like the original WWF. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like that chrome look. Oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. even that, I'm like, oh, keep that, keep yeah, that one around. Yeah. Like that, that looks awesome. Didn't John Cena have something like that on a shirt? I or think something? so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Really cool. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so, uh, well, speaking of shirts, now uh, now that WWE is, uh, you're, you're going to have any uh, shirts in the shop? Well, I uh, have a few ideas. I'm gonna take the uh, the shirts that I had and uh, um, take it to the um, wherever they do the merchandise, yeah. the merchandise guys, and 
So explain to them which I th- uh, what ones I feel uh, and I've gotten a great feedback from and, uh-huh. you know, and go from there. So uh, it's cool when you're walking around and you see a shirt, you know, your own shirt. And yeah. Like, wow, you're kind of, you know, the long nights of dra- uh, traveling through the night and uh you know missing family and missing out on weddings and this and that mm-hmm. it makes it worth it you know and then when you hear stories how you motivate and uh you're an inspiration to someone that that makes it worth it too so but we all know what sacrifice is in our own lives absolutely so everybody does this is a working class you know rust belt you know mentality so. right and i mean these guys are on the road like you said and so it's, what what do you do to to kind of keep your sanity while you're going from city to city and place to place oh i lost i'm insane i lost my sanity <laughs> years ago when i said hey i'm going to try out for this wrestling thing um i like interacting with people yeah. you know you just you learn so much and uh you know i i i enjoy working out um I enjoy, you know, just uh, being on the road and, you know, and driving and, you know, collecting your thoughts and, you know, and what issues are happening and how you would go about solving them if you could and stuff like that. So right on. I just love your uh, how, you you know, you're a mission guy and that's always part of you, like Mm -hmm. who you are. Yeah. Like your belt, Rhino Tough shirt. It's the. Ford logo, you know, like that's like that's a great, just a great thing. As you look at that, you're like, that's clever. But then you're like, but he's from Detroit, you know, like it's known for the automotive industry. Yep. Oh yeah, so it's just like like that's like you're such a that speaks to us. Yeah, definitely. You know what else I I, uh, um, I thought of is I just thought of it today when I was um, walking door to door, passing out my uh, literature, campaign literature. Um, haven't because I usually have an R or a D on the back. My singlets. I'm gonna have the Michigan, uh, the state of Michigan, on there with a UP. Nice, oh, that's uh, awesome. Very yeah. cool, man. Very cool. <laughs> oh. so, you know, I, and 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 here's another thing. Uh, you know, we can all agree that winter <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you know, it's, it's cold, it's, man. It's difficult to get through, <laughs> but um, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people. Uh, they're like uh, they asked me. It's like, why don't you go to Florida or like a lot of a lot of men and women that are in wrestling and uh, they have that opportunity to move anywhere they want to in the country. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just like, no, this is where I live. Yeah, I love the Great Lakes. Um, I just I love Michigan. It just it's got everything I need here, you know, or anybody could ever want. It does, except it does. the ocean. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> if you want the ocean, yeah, our, our, our summers are, are amazing oh, here. The, yeah, the great, like you said, all, all of our lakes, Great Lakes, all of that stuff is is awesome. Is it me or is this the hottest summer it's, we've had in a long yeah, time? I think like it, it is. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. yeah, my air doesn't work in my car, so it's been oh. pretty like, <laughs> every day. It's, it's the hot. worst thing ever. <laughs> it's it's, it's the first time in. 10 years I have a car with AC, so I'm loving it. Oh, I do too, yeah. In my apartment, has AC too. It's the first time in 10 years that's happened. Yeah, it's uh-huh. like it's like Michigan treats you so good in the summer, but then so harsh in the winter. You know, yeah. like right now, it's like, oh, this is beautiful, great. And then I got to be, I got to leave my house at 5 in the morning in the winter. I got to get up another hour early to dig my car out of the driveway <laughs> so I can actually leave. Yeah, but then it gives you September, and it gives you October, and the it gives fall you November. Is November. Oh, fall is Where beautiful. it's just amazing. Yeah, it's the perfect, yeah, yeah perfect yeah. temp. I love the fall here. Uh, you know, and if you travel up north and, you know, it's just it, it, like it's beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. So, Did you guys know that like – so this is this is on topic but off topic. Like 
si- like s- apple cider and like cinnamon donuts and cider mills. Like that's just a Michigan thing. Like what? I never knew that. Like yeah. Michigan and Northwest Ohio. Like it's not oh. like a like in Washington they have apple orchards everywhere, but they don't do like cider and donuts and all that stuff like we do. It's it's just here. It's wow. Cause, it's because we celebrate. We celebrate the fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it's our rest for like, all. I love it outside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy this before we, we're ice snowed in constantly. It's like I can just imagine like two guys back in the day sitting there going, "Man, it's gorgeous outside." You know what we need? What? Donuts and cider. <laughs> yes. Dude, there, there isn't anything better than a warm than cinnamon a warm donut. Cinnamon donut. Oh yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk to Rhino Moore on the Ninja Starship. In a world where putts are here one day and gone the next, the people call on one man to bring them a show that would save the planet as we know it. This is not that guy. From Podcast Detroit and the Points of Interest Podcast Network comes a show that talks about Power Rangers, the Macho Man Randy Savage, movies and TV shows, comic books and more. Brought to you by the host with the most, Jimmy McKnight. The Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight is live 5 o'clock on Sundays on Podcast Detroit. Email the show ninjastarpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting live from Podcast Detroit Studio number three in beautiful Royal Oak, Michigan. This segment is brought to you by ProWrestlingLoot.com. If you go to ProWrestlingLoot.com and use offer code NINJA, you will receive 10% off your uh, monthly subscription at sign up. They've got all kinds of awesome stuff in these boxes. You're going to get the Roddy Piper bubblegum soda. You're going to get a Lucha mask. You're going to get a print. You might get trading cards. You could get an autographed picture of... Uh, well, well, maybe Rhino. Maybe even Rhino. <laughs> yeah, hey, you never know. Uh, but yeah, go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use offer code NINJA. Let them know that the Ninja Starship sent you. Um, Rhino, you are running for state representative of yes. Dearborn? In yep. Dearborn? Okay. In District 15, which uh, District 15 uh, is all of Dearborn, except three precincts. It's uh, three... Uh, five and nine, I think. So, and now for this, you have to trade the singlet for mm-hmm. a suit. No, 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 no. You don't have to have a suit when you're knocking on doors. Usually, it's a shirt with uh, your logo on there. You know, on the back, I have Rhino for rep. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, it's it's you want to dress com- uh, You want to be comfortable when you're right. knocking on doors. Um, you know, so it's uh, it, maybe in the fall you'll dress up a little a uh, little bit better with the the cooler weather. But yeah. Right. Door not, doors and dollars is what wins uh, an election. Oh, go ahead. So, so you're saying that you could wear your single at as long as you have your campaign logo <laughs> exactly, on it? <laughs> exactly. Oh, here, here's another thing. I was actually talking with Kane, and he, uh, you know, I was explaining. We'll, we'll get into it. I was going to ask you this. Yeah. If you had any advice for him? Yeah. He actually, like, he's seen the excitement because knocking on doors is a lot of, I like it. You know, some politicians, they hate it. Um, you know, but those are the politicians that, you know, they're they're really not likable. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll you know, to your face, you know, the oh, I'm a likable guy and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when they turn around, it's just like, like yeah. God, you can, I hate people. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, like, I love it because. You 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 know I just like interacting with people right and uh, so you you see a lot of different things uh, on the doors you know that's what that's that's the uh, lingo we use the doors uh-huh. right <laughs> so um, you know and I've talked to other 
politicians, um, and they have told me some of their experiences on doors, right? And uh, this has not happened to me yet, but I'm I'm hoping. Have you guys ever seen the the, the movie The Watch? Mm, yes. Well, the one guy yeah, stands yes. up and he has like, oh, I would like this and that and blah, blah, blah. Well, not that. I wouldn't want that if anybody's seen the watch. But, I, like, he was explaining to me how um, I'm trying to keep this PG. But um, a two-year-old opened the door before the mother was fully clothed. Oh. And, <laughs> and she grabbed the door and, like, slammed it closed. And uh, this politician, he, he's elected and I won't mention his name but he said you'll you'll have stuff like that happen uh-huh. and um and ever since he told me that 3 months ago I've been waiting for this to happen but I've gotten a lot of guys that are uh very hairy just woken up in uh in shorts uh-huh. I think one was in uh, underwear call me um, at eating time yeah, right did you knock on my door I don't remember this <laughs> Very hairy. That's true. Yeah, the second time I met Will, he was shirtless, and I was like, okay. And, uh, yeah, it was – so I've experienced everything opposite of what he told me, and he's experienced it a couple times. He said one time a lady answered the door with just her upper body body clothed, (laughs) but nothing below, and tried to have a conversation. And I think some – some uh, some uh, folks want to do that to throw you know they're not embarrassed or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. And they want to do that to throw you off as far as females you uh-huh. know and uh, anyways uh, I, I I don't know what I would do <laughs> like, <laughs> just I, have a button in hand uh, vote for yeah, it yeah. <laughs> here's some of my literature I really don't know what to say I'm a little caught off guard <laughs> you said earlier you were kind of talking to Ken about this so the rumor is he's thinking about running for mayor. Do you have any advice for him if he decides to do his uh, campaign? You know, he, he actually, I was telling him about Doors. He, he actually told me that he wants to come up and do Doors with me. Really? Oh. Yeah. Could you imagine living in Dearborn, getting a knock at the door, and there's Kane? That'd yeah. be amazing. You know? That would be amazing. I'll vote for whoever you tell me to. Yeah. Just, wait, wait. <laughs> just don't choke slam me. As long as you request corporate Kane. You know what? I, I tried to book I, Isaac Yankum, but he was too busy with his business. What about yeah, fake yeah. Diesel? He's from Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe fake Diesel. Yeah. You know, so you know, we've got a list of them. A lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of wrestlers have 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 shown interest in politics, and some have gotten. Like, I mean, Jesse Ventura, you know, mayor of Minnesota, and I mean, you know, it it, it just shows that he was you a know. Governor. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> he was actually mayor. He was mayor yeah, first. He was, oh, yeah, 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 he was yeah. mayor from ninety to ninety four, and he was still with uh, when he was with uh, WCW. I think he finished one in ninety two with WCW or something. I know he was still employed and working uh-huh. with WCW. So, so he was mayor first, and then then yeah, became yeah, governor. Yeah, and then I think uh, yeah he ran in ninety eight. But anyways, yeah. getting back to Kane, yeah. uh, um, he hasn't decided yet. But I was talking with him. And uh, I've always loved Kane. Great guy, family man. Yeah. Um, plus, he's really uh, good with the community. A lot of charity work. So mm-hmm. if he does, he's yeah. He's he, I don't want to say shoe, and nobody's a shoe, and right. But uh, he's got a great shot. So, and he knows his stuff. Do you think that it's gonna help at all? Especially, I, I mean, I personally do. But uh, with when they send you, um, they send you guys out to like you know meet kids and and kind of mm-hmm. you know uh, do the charity thing. That like that's got to definitely help you know as far as the political career because it shows like you know you also have this side too where you care and you yeah, want yeah. to give back. See, and, and, and like a lot of the campaign literature, one thing I hate is. When you get something in the mail and it's a setup scene, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm at the door talking to the senior, this and that. 
So um, actually on my literature, I, I explain I like to use real photos, you know, like photos that um, they might not be very complimenting to me, or, but the, the pictures are worth a thousand words. And it shows that I'm a real person that uh, have, have, I've been doing stuff like this my whole uh, adult life, mm-hmm. you know. So because wrestling has given me the opportunity to, you know, meet kids, um, you know, um, when they had the Get, Get Real program with WWE. And, uh, you know, and even on outside, you know, like, hey, can you come to this uh, event or can you do this? Or, you know, um, uh, friends are teachers and can you speak to my class, you know. So I've, I've been blessed to be able to give back. And, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll use some real photos in my literature, you know. Because the worst thing is you're looking at this and it's just like, oh, everybody looks so happy. And, everything. <laughs> and it's just so perfect shot in the background. And actually, one, um, one of my mailers, I don't know why I had this photo. It's from 1978. It's my grandfather because I'm using my full name, Terrence Guido mm-hmm. Guerin. And uh, my grandparents, they moved to Dearborn in 53. And uh, my grandmother, um, they're, they're from Italy, but they met over here. And uh, anyways, um, so like my grandfather, his name's Gino, by mm-hmm. the way, and they would always put the flag up in the morning and take it down. And uh, they would never teach us Italian, but we learned the bad words. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so like every kid um, and then because they were very proud to be an American because they had came from there from little kids. And then they they seen the opportunities that was over here and. But uh, anyways, and my grandfather actually worked for Ford for 44 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, he got a gold watch from him and everything. I asked my brother, do you ever see where, the, you know where that watch? No, I don't know. <laughs> Either he's, he's, well, coming, he's coming up his wrist as he yeah. said, no, I haven't seen yeah. it. Ever. My <laughs> grandfather was so proud of that on the back. It was engraved. And, you know, it's just oh, like yeah. he'd take it out and show us every once in a while. And, you know, and uh, same thing with his harmonica. And uh, he played every once in a while. But yeah, and I asked my brother, "Where is that?" And he, either he hocked it or he he thinks I may want. It. I just want to look at it. Right. I just, I just want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> take a picture with it. But uh, anyways, uh, so this picture, it's my brother Jim. I'm the youngest, and Jim's the middle one, and then myself, and then my brother Ron, and we're all saluting. Not the flag. The flags, and my grandfather's right there wearing Italian wife beater, like typical <laughs> Italian. And uh, my grandmother must have took, taken the picture. And we had just eaten because after because we all had that big old uh, food and oh, yeah. food belly, baby, right? yep. yeah. So and for some reason, you know, I, I'm like, you know what? I'll put that on one of the the, the mailers and just you know explain how um, how it was how I was raised. You know, my grandparents were a big influence in my life. They taught me how to respect the flag, um, respect their elders and, uh, you know, and, um, you know, and a couple other things, you know, as far as, you know, basically be a man, you know, be responsible and stuff like that. So, but yeah, so I use real photos and it's got that orangey tint to it. Like Mm -hmm. all the photos from back then. Do you remember when like you see some of them photos from like way back in the day that they were red? Yeah, yeah, you know what that's I mean. What I'm talking yeah, about. yeah, yeah. It's like it's Reddish like it, orange, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's so crazy, and like that was the thing. It's like oh, it's in black and white or red, and yeah. we have red. <laughs> we now have red. Yeah, we now have red. So. That's great stuff. Um, have you ever uh, gotten to travel to like uh, New Japan or anything yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very blessed. I wa- I always um, wanted to work for New Japan and All Japan. I haven't worked for All Japan. But uh, I was blessed to work with New Japan, 
And then the one of the times I went in there, um, uh, Finn Balor mm-hmm. was there, and I think he was there for like a year, um, maybe maybe a year and a half at that point. And uh, this was, I think, 2007, or yeah, 2007. And uh, he like he very talented, uh, and uh, he was just. Uh, I remember he was just sitting in the locker room naked. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing weird just or anything, chilling. but yeah. yeah, I'm like. And then I talked to Al Snow. I guess he was a veteran before he was a veteran because Al Snow told me, like, Bobo Brazil, and you guys remember guys yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, the Sheik. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. all the veterans. Back in the day, I guess what they would do is they would get in the locker room and the it was a goal to get naked. Whoever would get naked first, right? Like, it was. Just, <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah, and then you just, it was a process of getting dressed, like one boot tied uh-huh. up. Play a little cards. Next boot, tie it up. Play a little cards. <laughs> knee pad, knee pad. Play a little cards, and then uh, you know, you match up before yours goes up. And then uh-huh. you put your trunks on, do a couple warm ups. Then you go do your match. But yeah, you just like sit there naked. And I'm like, <laughs> kind of glad that part of the business is changing. You know, right? <laughs> so. We were uh, we were talking uh, the whole first hour of the show about uh, Roddy Piper and it you know today marks the one year anniversary of his death yeah. and we were all kind of sharing our favorite Roddy uh, Piper uh, moments and stuff and I wanted to ask you like do you do you have any uh, Roddy moments that really stick out that you know really kind of influenced you in, in in your career path? Um, he was great, you know, growing up as a kid, um, and then when he turned babyface, uh-huh. I was just so excited and. Uh, and then to have met him, you know, oh, you got I, I to think, meet him. Yeah, it was uh, um, 2003, I think, when I met him for the first time. It was when I was at WWE, mm-hmm. greatest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. And all those years of loving Hogan and and not liking Roddy Piper because he was a bad guy. Yeah. I'm like, who likes Hogan now? Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I was wrong when I was a kid, you know. Right, right. But he was so perfect at what he did, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and, you know, I was very blessed to have met him so many times after that. And, uh, like, I would consider him a friend. Um, he was a very good spirit. You could you can sense that. And uh, um, I had, well, not last WrestleMania, but the WrestleMania before that, I was out for the NXT, and then they kept me that whole weekend, which I like to uh, brag that I only spent $54 the whole weekend. Nice. On the way out there and back. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, because uh, they had food everywhere, and then you know they picked up the hotel, and so I'm like, yeah, I was very proud of that. And so uh, they put us in like little um, suites to watch WrestleMania, and you know the ones that they couldn't sell or because mm-hmm. they were behind the screen. And and uh, I was in the same suite as Roddy Piper and his family. Oh, cool! Oh, man. And I'm literally texting. Uh, you guys know who Gary Warncheck is? He's a Wayne County Commissioner. He's the chairman. Um, uh, he uh, like um, he was watching WrestleMania and he helps out with the charity shows we do. So I text him. I go, I'm marking out right now. <laughs> I'm in the same suite and I'm watching uh, a thing with Rowdy Piper. They had came to get him to do like a thing with. I think it was Randy Orton mm-hmm. walked by and uh, I think he won the Intercontinental title or something or someone did. I forget who it was. But they had like Flair Piper and then. He went and did that, and then he came back up, and yeah, and I'm just like, oh, that's so cool. Candy story, yeah, you know, so. yeah. And then I seen him uh, right after that. We were in Aruba with him. We did a couple shows down there prior to that, mm-hmm. and then I mean, I ran into him several. Actually, I've gotten to work with him in the ring. He hit me with the belt oh, yeah, in Newfoundland, and that's then awesome. uh, yeah, 
And then I think it was the last time I seen him. Uh, oh, sorry. The last <laughs> time I seen him uh, was I think uh, we did something in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's a great guy. Love him. So it's a fantastic story. I was expecting that. On the cheek too. <laughs> what? Yeah, at WrestleMania, the after party, him and his wife, they were going up, and I was going up to my room at the same time. And uh, yeah, he gave me a hug and gave me a kiss on the cheek. He wasn't drinking or anything. <laughs> right, so, right, right, yeah. right. And I'm it was like, genuine. Oh. Yeah, it was like a, I was in Italy again because in yeah. Italy, you guys ever been there? No, no. They, I've kissed a lot of men over there. <laughs> That's how they they kiss yeah. you on each cheek. And right, I'm like, right. My grandfather never told me anything about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what... going to be the soundbite that everyone picks up out of this episode. I kiss a lot You guys will actually notice if you, if you look at Rhino, one side of his face is much dirtier than the other because he hasn't washed that side. <laughs> yeah, kissed him. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really a term, you know, a term of endearment, big time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, uh, yeah. They they were on a they got off like the floor before mine and. He, he gave me a hug and a kiss on the cheek, and I'm just like, "Wow, that's awesome!" That is, you know, that's so. cool, man. That's very cool. But anyways, uh, when is the uh, when is the election? Election is Tuesday. So if you live in Dearborn, get out and vote. Um, you have to pull a Republican ticket, um, and then uh, Terrence Guido Guerin. And then after that, if you'd like to donate, um, you can go to www.voteforrhino.com, and uh, you know you can. It'll guide you through mm-hmm. donations and stuff. So, very cool, man. Very cool. And then uh, s- social media and everything is. Yeah, it's uh, if you go to my website, you you'll see the social media. Terrence uh, T E R R A N C Garen G E R I N, and then uh, in brackets Rhino. That's my Facebook page, and uh, Vote for Rhino is uh, like a fan page type deal set up. Uh, yeah, so I'm getting Bob's really helping me out on the social very media cool, stuff. Man. Yeah. So I love that guy. Awesome. And he's funny. He is. He is. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time and coming in here, man. It was it was an absolute blast to talk to you. Thank you, and uh, thanks for your patience with the whole uh, PG-13. Hey, absolutely, <laughs> man. Hey, 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 any, anytime you want to come back, we'll go PG-13 yeah, last, for you. Yeah, last <laughs> Last time it was like, ah, whatever. And now this time it's like, man, I do not want to get fired. Hey, no, man. No, you're, you're right. You're 11 right. years since I've been trying to get, well, five years to be exact. But, uh, you know, yeah. You're at it's the like, top of the game, man. And yeah, uh, feel you know, all we want to do is support you. So, And you know what? A lot of, uh, a lot of fans um, are upset with the, the, the direction. It's some, you know, but it's not like, you know, I have to, it's not like I'm selling out or anything. But when I'm part of a family, you have to respect their wishes because they're trying to take wrestling um, and they have taken it a long way um, to an area where they can, um, you know, get big sponsors like a Ford Motor Company for mm-hmm. it doesn't just help out the um, the the company move forward, but it helps out the guys. And then, like, for example, John Cena, like, a, um, why shouldn't he get like a Nike endorsement? You know, like right. a lot of these basketball. And that one thing about John Cena, you like him or you hate him, he does so much charity work. Yes. Like he's the most, I guess he's the most requested uh, Make-A-Wish uh, person. Oh, no wow. kidding. Yeah, yeah. for like yeah. 10 years or something. He, he or got more. like a big award for Make-A-Wish because he's, he's like the first person to ever do like a thousand appearances or something. Like, yeah. Everybody's just like, yeah, I want to meet set, John Cena. He, yeah, yeah, he's set That's some awesome. like huge like standard with them. Like he's done the most the parents is for yeah. them anyone ever yeah and uh you know so i i like him i thought oh, about yeah, doing I'm a like, character I like where too. i was kind of like obsessed with him like, 
turns around starting to sniff his hair and stuff. You know, was a, it's not creepy. No. I was a little on the fence of the guy. Then he debuted his PBR shirt, and I was like, all right. All right. Yeah, he was like, right, right, yeah. right. you now, You now have a shirt that I really want to buy. Yeah. <laughs> I was asking for it at the merch uh, the merch thing. You know, I'm like, hey, do you guys have a triple X? No, we just have double. I'm like, so I got to go online and order it. Yeah, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pay for it. <laughs> so. Very cool. All right. We're going to well, take Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime, man. Anytime. We're going to take a break when we come back more on the Ninja Starship. We're back. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to say such anything? An She's like, one. <laughs> I, I, it, <laughs> that's all right. I can edit it out. No one will know. Except for the hundreds yeah. and the hundreds of people listening live right now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a show. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, giant thank you to our sponsors. Giant thank you to Rhino for coming in and talking with us. Uh, if you missed the show, Please, uh, you know, we we have it uploaded. <laughs> if you missed today's live broadcast, don't worry because it will be available tomorrow on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are downloaded. Uh, go to www.ninjastarpod.com. Check out our awesome sponsors. Show them some love. Uh, Pro Wrestling Loot, TMNT Box, Source Point Press. Uh, Falling Down down Beer Beer Company, who provided us with this absolutely delicious Five Goat Army beer for this entire episode. Thank you to them. And until next week, wait, Will, do you have anything you want to say in closing? Watch Stranger Things. Watch Stranger Things. (laughs) Josh. Peace out. Peace out. All right. Well, you're supposed to plug top rope right there. Come on. Where are we? I need to do it because I thought you would. I was going to do it if you didn't do it. I was actually letting Tab do it. Make sure you tune in every Sunday at 4 p.m. and hear our podcast uh, top rope review. Pro wrestling podcast. Wrestling. The greatest wrestling podcast on Podcast Detroit. Follow me on Instagram at Willow's Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next week, that's the show.